Hi, my name is Krusty, and I feel incredibly hopeful about my running life. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of The Running Brunch, where we talk about running and we talk about brunch. I'm... <laughs> I'm Peter. Ah, I thought you, I was hoping uh, that you'd bounce back and no, forth and do it with what me. What I meant to say is I'm Ben Ledbetter. And you're Peter Cunningham. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you were going for, wasn't it? Pretty close. Yeah, Pretty, yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah. do uh, I'm, and you would say Ben, ben Ledbetter. Ledbetter. And I'm Peter Cunningham. That's, that's wild. Yep. That's wild. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Guys, we script all of this out. 100%. That's why it's comedy gold. (laughs) Absolute comedy gold. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, thanks for uh, joining us for another episode. We're hanging out in Studio JJ yet again. Uh, My office is here on the second floor of Givington's LLC, where we will ship packages to you and build your website. I just shipped my pants. I just (laughs) shipped my nighty. (laughs) Oh, man. Peter, what have you been up to lately? Ben, I just recently got back from Marion, Indiana. We took our um, our JBU national qualifiers there. That's where Indiana Wesleyan is, and they were hosting nationals for the NAIA outdoor track um, from what Wednesday through Friday this last week. What an interesting timetable! Wednesday to Friday. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't include at least a Saturday. Right. I wonder if it's it wasn't the same weekend as like. NCAA's or anything like that, right? Uh, regionals for NCAA's were going on, but but like that's not televised. Yeah, and why wouldn't we be able to have nationals at the same time as them having nationals? That's what I, well, I'm just thinking like maybe if they wanted to televise it. Yeah, because obviously the NEIA nationals is going to be on ESPN. Yeah, as we all know, as we all know, maybe on ESPN the Ocho. Yeah, oh, that would have been sick. Um, no, he, but he will not be able to see very well with that on Cotton. We'll see if it pays off for him. <laughs> Um, but I don't know why they would do that. I always thought it was weird. Very inconvenient for us who work normal jobs and yep. aren't coaches full-time. Yeah. Um, How'd they do? We did well. We took a 4 by 8 there, and even though we didn't qualify for nationals... Wait. Sorry. <laughs> even though we didn't qualify for finals... <laughs> even, though <we> didn't qualify, <laughs> even though we didn't qualify for nationals, we took a we, team we there. We still win anyway. <laughs> we took a team. They wouldn't let us get we, on the we, track. We Bob Goffed it and just said, we're ready to run whenever you let us. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Even though we didn't qualify for finals, uh, we, we raced well. Um, I feel like none of the times in prelims were, uh, you know, amazing. Uh, which is kind of normal for championship racing and especially prelim on the distance side of things. Uh, and so uh, it's it's easy for our guys to maybe feel down on their final splits for the season, but I don't think they need to be disappointed at all. Um, so we went into it, I think, the second to last seed yeah. of teams that qualified, and I think we gained five spots. Oh, heck yeah. So I think we went from being 25th to 20th. And so that's pretty sick, just to, to go in seeded one thing and to do better than, than you were expected. So uh, we raced well, guys worked hard, that's awesome. Um, and then we took a 3K steeple, yep. one of your guys. Benny! Benny! Too easy! Too easy! Go shower! <laughs> um, he uh, went out real strong, uh, kind of an Alaka-esque yep. beginning. I feel like it was the first two or three laps. He had a 10-meter lead on the pack. 
and they it they they didn't look super concerned about it. But I like that he was just putting in a good effort early. Yep. And then he said that his back locked up, and then he showed me after the race. Uh, he called them blood knots hmm. on uh, on the outside of his calves, and. Um, like it was kind of, it was hard. It was, it was hard in a, in a, a thick bump, um, on, on both of his legs. And, uh, I hadn't heard him mention anything about it before, but he had said that, uh, he's dealt with that before. So, um, he said kind of both, uh, his legs and his back, um, really seized up and kind of kept them from being able to maintain things. So, uh, it was, it was rough for the second half of the race and it was just kind of grind it to the finish line. So, he he was a little uh, it was kind of a mixed bag of disappointed uh, that one his back hurt um, and then also he was trying to gauge afterwards whether or not he let that you know be a bigger thing in his head than he wished uh, he would have so but proud of him for just working hard making it to nationals uh, he was super close to making it last year yep um, and uh, so to make it this year is pretty sick. Cool. And then lastly, Will Vale, uh, a senior long jumper, um, made it to nationals, and he uh, had a, a really good opening jump, uh, at least just a uh, – it was good signs for the day looking um, looking good. But as he planted his right foot to, to jump, it just kind of it hit heavy. And that kind of shocked up into his uh, hamstring, which he's had some issues with all season long. And so he, he didn't even get a uh, much of a real jump in his next mm. two attempts. And so um, he was, uh, you know, understandably bummed, but uh, but was, was handling it well. So, yeah, it was a sweet weekend. Just just awesome to, to take more and more people to nationals. I feel like our team is growing and uh, in, in how we compete against people at the front of races. And so that's pretty sweet. Love it. So, Love it. Yeah, dude. That's been going on. Cool. What's going on in your world? Uh, not much. We're, uh, man, what are we doing? We've got Olive is a blast. She's four, hmm. which is crazy. Um, we're 17 weeks into our pregnancy. Crazy. Um, we're coming up on the halfway mark here in like three weeks, which is nutty. She's roughly the size of, oh, Tori told me last night. Uh, I don't remember. Um, some kind of fruit. Yeah, or I know. Vegetable. Some, sometimes they do animals. What? Yeah. It's that's crazy. a thing? Uh-huh. Okay. Sometimes it's like a flying squirrel, and it's like this big. If it was a flying squirrel, but you then made it into an appliance from the kitchen, what would it be roughly the size of? Uh, the curved, like the, the wired end of an egg beater. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't remember what size it is. It's kind of big. Um, but yeah, she's doing good. I uh, went to a Warhammer tournament this past weekend, Love which it. has been fun. Uh, I went three and two, placed twenty fifth out of like seventy people. So I'll take it. Nice. Had a great four games. Went day one, went two and one. My loss was against a great guy. He ended up getting like ninth or something like that. So take it. the The loss was good. And then had one really good game. First game of Sunday. Last game was pretty hot garbage. Uh, hot overall, garbage. because of the opponent. And just my dice were cold. Um, but the guy that I played was really annoying. Uh, he was just a very unpleasant person to play against. Oh, so, no. 
whoever you are, I'm not going to say your name in case you listen to this podcast for some reason. You're the worst. He probably is going to listen yeah, to this podcast. Yeah, he's listen to it. Um, but otherwise, it was a great time. Uh, probably the, the best weekend of not having a lot of gotchas or bad whatever. Just genuinely good opponents up until that last guy. So, really happy with how it went. Um, otherwise, not much. Nice. Um, Peter, who are, we, uh, who are we talking to tonight? We have... And when I say tonight, I mean, like, who are we talking to? Yeah. Over Zoom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we have full name, Chrislyn Gear, uh-huh. uh, more commonly known as Chrissy Gear, uh-huh. uh, former Arkansas Razorback. Uh, before that, she was a Furman Paladin. Yes. She was a Furman Paladin, pulled that out of nowhere. There you go. And uh, grew up in Fort Myers, Florida. Yep. Go Florida. Go Florida. What, what do people from Florida say? Uh, She's well, from Florida. And uh, Floridians. Well, I mean, there's so many schools in Florida that no one really says anything. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, you've got, like, the Gator Chomp. Yeah. Where it's just, go Gators! That's Get pretty, up and go! Pretty creative. Yeah. And then it, and then the Seminoles are just, oh, oh, oh just doing the chops. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't yeah, think... And she's not from either of those places nah, either. she's That's, from Fort Myers. Yeah, it's not even close to either yeah, of those. Throw sand in their faces, Fort Myers. Yeah, get them, crabs. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> we have Chrissy Gear on, Ben. She is where now, post-college? Uh, Chrissy's in northern Arizona... Uh, at the, I guess they're in Flagstaff. Mm-hmm. So she's running for the Northern Arizona Elite, which is a Hocus-sponsored uh, team. Um, directed by Ben Rosario, a bunch of different guys in there. Wesley Kiptu's on there. Uh, Cole Hacker uh, from Wisconsin. Uh, what? Sorry. It's, sorry. I, I heard Cole Hacker and thought you were just purposely mispronouncing Cole Hacker. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Olin Hacker. Olin Hacker. I That's- was... For some reason, I always think his name's Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's never coming to the podcast now. No. Um, <laughs> hey, but we, Olin, we take you. Um, uh, but so they've, they've got a really solid, fun group down there. Um, and she's she's running mostly track, but has had a couple road races. Yeah. Um, raced the Boston Mile um, instead of the Boston Marathon. Wild. Same weekend, they hosted a mile, a 5K, and then the full marathon. And if y'all have not watched a road mile, you need to go watch this race because it is awesome. Yeah. We've actually had uh, another former uh, uh, interviewee that raced that race. Yeah. Angel Piccarillo raced it and led it for a while. Yeah. Um, And then Chrissy turned on the Afterburners man and just blew by it. kind of gapped everyone. It was amazing. It was awesome. And then recently, I think it's new for Chrissy got into Steeplechase. Steeple. And in her debut, Steeple... Uh, yep. beat Courtney Wayment, former BYU Cougar. Uh, just kind of say what? Said Sco Cougs. Sco Cougs. She uh once again turned on the afterburners and just blew by her. Uh, I think it's Sidious Mag has uh some really fun post race interviews. Yes. From that meet where they talk uh, like, like immediately about the race. immediately after the the race they show the individual their race yep. and. Uh, and they have the person kind of break down the race. And so uh, Chrissy, at least, was saying in that that uh, she f- felt like the faster she went, it actually was more natural to progress over the the barriers uh, as like in comparison to, I guess, probably most of us would think most of us would think that the faster you go, the more difficult it would be to get over it. She just said that it felt natural to to get over the barrier mm. the faster she went. So um, incredible that she's she's kind of just on a on a in good form of of winning races recently she's on a tear she's on a tear so i don't think any of that will be discussed in the the interview tonight i don't think so because the boston mile will (laughs) those don't line up 
It was the boss. I think the boss smile happened after we interviewed no, her. We talked to her about the boss right, smile. Well, then you can uh, cut this out. No, I'm going to leave it in You're there. You're going to leave this in? Yeah, 100%. Right, cool. This is a good good pre-interview talk. Pre-interview? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That That's when you wombinate pre-interview. Mm-hmm. Wombo, he wombo, she wombo, they wombo. We wombo? We wombo. Nice. Yep. Okay, cool. Ben, what'd you say? We, uh, you think we should go ahead and bring on Chrissy? You're good. You're good. You're good. It'll buff right out. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely gonna, uh, <laughs> this is our, this is this week's giveaway. If you know or find that reference and tell us what that's from, uh, I will send you a, uh, breakfast essentials nutritional drink from Carnation. <laughs> Uh, breakfast on the go, suitable for lactose intolerance, not for individuals with gascolotosemia. It's gluten-free, disposable, responsibly. I will send you one of these, Hi. sponsored by Givingtons. Nice. <laughs> We're going to go talk to Chrissy now. Let's go. What's up, you guys? How are we doing? I'm good. I picked up a burger from Diablo Burger, um, I guess just now, so I'll have that for after the meeting. Tell us about Diablo Burger. It's, I, I feel like it's like one of the better or more well-known burger places here um but they do like i think it's like locally raised and grown like fresh meat which is so it's really weird because they don't want to take away from the meat and so they serve on an english muffin which i think is like because i guess they just they're like we want you to actually like taste enjoy like the burger um so they try to make like the breading as plain as possible nice sick um, ben rosario has gotten our team like a fifty percent discount there. Um, yeah, or get like half off every time I go. Um, so I got that, and I got their house salad, which has your typical like beets and feta cheese, and um, yeah, party, amazing. Well, Chrissy, let's get down to the most important question mm-hmm. of the podcast. It is the Running Brunch podcast, even though it, it usually doesn't make sense to be eating food with the microphone and whatnot. Uh, I'm going to eat Gushers right now. Eat some Gushers, throw down. If you want to throw <laughs> down a burger because you're hungry, feel free. It's up to you. Um, I will spare I will spare you guys because okay. that stuff will start sliding all down my hands and then I'm going to mm. be like wrapped up in paper towels. So Score. Score. I'll, I'll Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Well, Ben and I have a longstanding debate on what the definition of brunch is, but we also feel like it's typical for runners to enjoy brunch after a long run and whatnot. So it kind of ties into the running world. So, how does Chrissy Gear define brunch? Um, okay, I'm going to preface by saying people can define it in their own way. Mm. I, I hate when people get so adamantly and they're like, no, you're wrong. And then they get like, the personality for defining things by one set of standards. Um, for me, I think it's just breakfast food around lunchtime. So, maybe anytime after 11 or something. Okay. I, don't know. I feel like you you anticipated that building up to support you a little bit more, and I then did in the a end, bit. and then the end, it just kind of it fed it it fed my bit. fight a little it bit. Did. Yeah, that's that's oh, where I am. I, I probably yeah, I'm I definitely have fun a little bit more fun uh, putting numbers on it and whatnot. You know, between this time and this time, and which is yeah, I think you can't start before nine thirty, but probably you can't start before ten a.m. Can't start before yeah. ten a.m. and you probably need to start before noonish, or it's just kind of a really, really late breakfast. I would, so, I would push it closer to like the finish time, like maybe before three. Yeah, be a little more liberal in my my time spaces, yeah. but it can't be during dinner time because then it's not brunch anymore. That's what that's is it? Brinner. I don't know. Brinner. Okay. Okay. 
I have someone today uh, even gave an acronym. They called it BFD, breakfast for dinner. Yeah. Oh, I had not I heard that. that before. Uh huh. Yeah. Just some I'm BFD. Like, I'm going to start doing that. There you go. <laughs> you don't BFD, and everyone's like, what is that? And I'll be like, you don't know. You don't know what BFD is? <laughs> what uh, are there any food concerns? You said breakfast. What, what's your typical, when you picture brunch, what's on the plate? Um, Probably whatever I eat for breakfast, um, okay. which is usually eggs of eggs of, of a lot of varieties um usually scrambled i like to i love scrambles and just just throwing whatever in there yeah. um lauren actually got me into chopping up tortilla and putting that in before and so instead of putting like on like you have the tortilla like mixed into the eggs and so yeah. i'll do that and i'll get like some greens or vegetables or fun. Um, mm-hmm. pastas or turkey yeah and i just load it up i love breakfast burritos um french toast i'm i've been on a big french toast kicker it's kind of hard to eat enough out here. And so I'll just like go get some French bread and slice it up into like bite-sized pieces and make French toast bites um, some some nights because you got to get what it, in, So What is it about Flagstaff? You said it's kind of hard to eat too much out here. Or it's hard to eat enough. Sorry. Is that? Yeah. yeah. What? How? Yeah, what's altitude, different about Flagstaff? Um, I just think it's being an altitude, you know, like it's just like it, mm. it demands more from your body. And so you have Easy. to, if your body's getting that. it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for the marathoners. Oh yeah. I'm like I'm running the lowest mileage, like weekly mileage on my team. And like, even I'm just like, I don't have enough of an appetite for this. And I'm like, I can't imagine, like, I don't know how they eat enough. You yeah. know, if you're putting a hundred plus mile weeks, but yeah, I guess your body's just working a little harder up here. Hold on. They're, they they found something downstairs to bark at. So yeah. Okay. No, you're good. It, it, you said they, there's more than just oats. And so Oates is mine. Saki is my roommate's. Um, but mm. he feels like mine. I feel like yeah. we both like end up parenting both of our dogs. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really nice. There we <laughs> go. What's his name? Sokka. 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 any of the last airbender who named him after that character. Uh-huh. Okay, perfect. Were you a last airbender? Oh, yeah. Okay, amazing. I mean, I wasn't the last airbender. Oh, no, 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 no. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> I got through the um, early stages of my parents' divorce. And I was really? Like, oh, they had it on Netflix. And then they took it off, and then I was sad, and then they put it back on, like, what was it, three years ago or so? Yeah. Yeah. So that so, show was, like, deep therapy for you. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Amazing. with my sisters. We'd, like, pick it out. Like, I, they dubbed me as Katara, and Lily was Toph, my younger mm. sister Lily. Um. But growing up and rewatching it, I don't want to be Katara anymore because she's kind of whiny and annoying. Um, I would agree. I'm sorry, yeah, sorry to all the Katara fans out there. Big Toph uh, fan, personally. <laughs> yeah, I oh, love yeah. Toph. He's the coolest like, person I in the world. Be Toph. Lily's like. She no also makes fun of herself for being blind, which I yeah. love. <laughs> she makes fun of herself. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Like uh, Sako, like try to show her something. She, oh yeah, I love seeing that. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, "Oh right, sorry." <laughs> Awesome. So incredible. Chrissy, uh, let's let's go here. Um, you're back in the Florida world and uh think to your just your earliest memory of like, oh, I love running or I love the sport of running. Um, probably anytime my team got to stand on the podium, I think. I don't know. I just think that's like that was what stood out to me the most. Um, running in high school is like now, now it's changed. Now I love running for running, but at the time I hated running, but it was just so yeah. much fun to like meet people and to be a part of something bigger than yourself. Like that meant a lot to me. 
and so I find a lot of enjoyment in that and I like going to places and um yeah just making new friends but I just like hate running like this sucks you know like now like now it's different you know like I said I, I like it now um I like just going out for a run but yeah anytime we got to stay on a podium like that was that was really cool I think we were runner up in state my first year running so that was really awesome wow you talking in cross country or is that track? Oh, in cross country. <laughs> nice. 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 Um, we're all, we're all four of your years, um, at the Appalachian state park, or did you ever run at the old, uh, like steeplechase horse track? Um, all, I don't I think my freshman year it was at, um, in Tallahassee, Appalachian state park. I didn't run it that year. I didn't run cross country yet. I didn't run until okay. my but my next three years were all there. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I've actually they, never been there. I've heard about it, but like they never held any meets there. At the steeplechase course. Yeah. Yeah, there. That's like where they used to hold state, and it was like, it sucked. Like it was really? the worst. You start and you run like 150 meters, and then you just go straight up a hill, and then you like slowly do this like semicircle down, and then you circle back around and do the hill again, and then you slowly cut through the infield. And then you finish the finish line is literally at the peak of the hill. And so there's no like big, fast kick at the end. It's whoever can just grind Blind. the Jeez. like 250 or 300 meter long hill at the end. I kind of prefer that though. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's a like... blast to race. But it sucks <laughs> in the moment. <laughs> um, did you ever get a run at, at Appalachian State Park? Yeah. Um, uh, uh i never raced there um but i went to a bunch of meets there to watch my high school and we went there this past fall for our college team that raced uh nationals there okay. um so we were we're coaching at john brown university up in siloam um, That's awesome. and then they went to nationals we had a couple of kids go to nationals this year so we got to go there and kind of see the hometown again so yeah sweet oh yeah uh, when you when you kind of think back to those early years of falling in love with running, whether it's just being on the podium or not, who are who are the people that were uh, just part of you learning the sport of running and kind of educating you or, I don't know, instilling some new love for the sport? Um, instilling some new love, definitely like the people that I met along the way, you know, and just seeing like their enjoyment and their like growth through the whole process and through the sport. Like, I just thought that was really cool, you know. Yeah. You want to give out some specific shout outs to some some homegirls from back in the day? Oh, gosh. I well, then I feel bad because then I'd forget some people. Well, um, she loves know, she like, loves everyone on the team. And also saying, like, all my teammates and then like the state of Florida was just like so close knit that like everyone in Florida knows everybody. Yeah. Um, and I never felt any sort of like competition, not, not negative. Anyway, like, obviously you want to beat your like the people you're totally in the line with, you know, but it was just like everyone was super like like encouraging and like kind to each other and so I felt like I had like so many best friends when it comes to I guess like my grandpa is the one who got me started in the sport um wow. my family were like fitted distance running um my dad's older brothers competitively in high school my dad just did it as like um conditioning for wrestling and then my my grandma and my grandpa both ran marathons like just because they could um and so I said that I would go out for track just for my grandpa, just cause like I have a really close bond with him. Um, and then both my high school coaches who got me into it. And especially like my second high school coach who was there with me the last like, what, two and a half, three years. Um, I think we butt heads a lot, but he, he was there for me as like a person. 
um, through a lot of stuff that I really needed. And so I still have a relationship with him. Like he's a very, very special person in my life. So hopefully I have time to like go out to see him. He moved back to Ohio after I graduated, but hopefully I have time to go out and see like him and his family this summer. That's cool. Awesome. I think especially just hearing that you butted heads with him, you still saw some like incredible value for him in your life is pretty cool. I mean, vice versa for him. Like he <laughs> could have given up on this like annoying sure. little high school kid who thought they knew what they were doing, you know, but he kept he kept working with me and he had a lot of patience and was there for me was there for me through a lot. So I love yeah, it. That's awesome. I love it. Um, what was the transition like from that high school coach to uh, like both their coaching style and them as a person to your Furman coaches to Arkansas and all that good stuff? Like what was the like transitioning between each of those? What what was that kind of looking like for you? Um, so I think it was, it was pretty easy for me going, at least mentally going to college. Cause like one of the things we, me and my high school coach butted heads a lot is I felt like, and this is like, and probably just me being a silly high school athlete. Um, I felt like they weren't a great coach in terms of when you look at like good coach and getting results out of someone. And I felt like in high school, like I wanted to be really good and I felt like I could have been better. Um, and so I had a lot of frustration with him and I felt like he was like someone else could have done his job better, you know? And that's where I'm, I'm saying, like, I was probably like a, a ratty high school kid, you know, it was like, you're not good enough. Um, and then, so when I got to college, like I was really excited to try something different and to work under someone who like, um, in my mind knew what they were doing, um, and had like the accolades from other athletes to prove it. Um, it was just maybe not the best coaching style for me. Um, we did a lot of threshold and like volume and um, I, don't, I think it paid off, but not as much as it could have. And so switching to Arkansas, getting to throw some more faster, like VO2 stuff. Cause coach Harder does a lot of like VO2 um, anaerobic work. It's like the fun flashy workouts. That was like so much fun and really big boost to my confidence. Um, yeah, I think, Furman and, and Arkansas were very different, but I think coming with the big, strong urban base I built during my time at Furman, like really helped me have success at Arkansas. Like I like, got to run the faster times and then I had the strength to carry it. Um, but I feel like towards the end of my time there, that strength side started kind of like going away. And so coming to Flagstaff, um, I feel like I'm kind of like a good riding the like median between the two where I'm doing more than just, threshold mile repeats all the time like I was at Furman like we had like two workouts we would do and it was either you know five by mile for me it was six minute pace for the upper girls it was like 550 um and then these uh you know six eight mile progression runs that we'd alternate like every other week and I was like like my ADHD brain was like I need something else you know like <laughs> I stand at the point of this and and the gears emphasize hey like the workouts have to be sexy to work you know like you need to build consistency over time like that's a give success um and they obviously they're obviously they're absolutely right but I think I just had a hard time like wrapping my mind around that and then being here at NAZ we're doing a lot more threshold work but kind of faster threshold like lactic threshold um Alan could explain it a lot better than I do he's kind of like the coaching guru I love hearing what he has to say um and hearing like the physiology components so um yeah we don't do like full-on like six mile tempos you know but we'll do um, some track work and then like a two and a half mile tempo afterwards or like um, you know I think that tomorrow I have like K's at like lactic threshold so I don't know what that pace is yet I'm still trying to like figure out these different terminologies and like set sure. numbers to them um, but I do feel a lot 
stronger. Yeah, we haven't really done much like fast, exciting, flashy stuff. Like I'm not gonna go rip six hundreds in like one thirty eight, you know. Um, yeah, but it's it's fun. Like did my toes and uh, yeah, I think I've been very fortunate. I've had a lot of different coaching style experiences, and so it's fun to figure out works for me and what doesn't. Yeah. That's awesome. What about just the the shift? I know that Furman, uh, even for a small school, is known to have a pretty good distance team, but but obviously Arkansas being what Arkansas is, uh, just the shift from having Furman teammates to having Arkansas teammates, Arkansas teammates, I'm guessing, pushing or pulling you uh, to uh, better or harder workouts, faster workouts and times and races. What was, what was the shift like from team at Furman to Arkansas and how it kind of yielded new results for you? Um, yeah, I think the team, like you're saying, the team is like, was probably the biggest thing. Like I said, like, you know, coach harder, smart coach, like just do, I think my success is mostly be attributed to the team. Um, I didn't feel that, uh, I don't, I don't want to elaborate and say anything on like, I don't know. That's not, the most flattering right. or complimentary, you know? Yeah. Um, but I didn't feel I had that at Ar- at Furman. And that's what was very frustrating to me is I'm very, like, some people, like, like are into running just for running. Like, they're, like, it could be me solo or it could be me the team. Like, I don't care. I want to be successful either way. But for me, like, I need to feel fully engaged in team. feel like I have, like, I don't know. Like, I want the team to be my, my best friends, you know? Um, and I didn't feel that. It just felt like we were all wearing the same jersey. But we weren't, like, fully working together. Um, yeah. and then getting to Arkansas, um, yeah, they were just like the most genuine, which is why I chose Arkansas. Like I, when I entered the portal, like I was fully convinced, like I'm going to Colorado or I'm not running anymore, you know? Wow. And I visited to Arkansas and I could just like feel like the love that the girls had for each other. Um, and then getting to work out with them was like so special where like they were genuinely like trying to pull you along, you know, like there was, um. It was mostly like my freshman year, a little bit my sophomore year at Furman, like I felt very boxed out and the girls would like not let me pace. They would try and like get in front of me, um, would act like they didn't hear me if I had like asked like, hey, can I lead this rep or like do something? Um, and my first workout with Arkansas, like mid-workout, one of the girls turns around and we're like lining up and she was like, hey, like, do you want to take this rep? You know, that's sick. sick. And it like it was so I was like, you don't even know me. This is like my my third day here, you know, (laughs) Um, like I thought I was gonna start crying. I was like, you can't cry in a workout, you know, like, Um, but I was like, yeah, for sure. You know, Um, so I think that, yeah, I think like sometimes Lance would like tell us the paces and I'd be like, oh, hell, like I'm in way over my head. (laughs) I can't do this. And somehow you think that every workout and every workout you make it through because it's not just you running the workout like it's you with the help of your teammates so that was yeah. something special that yeah i was very very fortunate to be a part of that's, that's awesome uh leading up to your so while you're at arkansas you ran the indoor mile is it the mile record for is the ncaa school record school believe, record right? okay cool what made that different than other build-ups i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I don't, like no I, i've thought about this especially a lot like last year where i I wasn't having the same success I was having previous year. Like I, I struggled a lot last year, you know, and I was just like, why can't I do what I did the year before? And then I look at it and I was like, and I go back to like, whatever, like, like my like times and the work wasn't even the intended result. Like I, I ran the year before I ran 431. I ran like 436 at Husky. And so my goal was like, mm-hmm. I just want to PR. Like, I feel like I'm fit enough to PR. Like if I can run like 435, like even 434 would be wonderful, you know? um and I like when I finished the race I was just like what the fuck like 
<laughs> I was like, that that clock is that clock wrong? You know? Um, <laughs> and everyone was just like super encouraging and like like congratulating me. And I got back to like our team camp and um our assistant coach and director of ops was like, You just got the school record. And I was like, No, I didn't. You know, like I was like, I was like, there's like so many like like I don't know, amazing women who have come before me who I in my eyes I think are like just leagues above me you know I'm like there's no way I've done that and she's like I'm pretty sure you did um and she like pulled out the results and she's like yeah like Dom ran like was it 431 like another like point something high yeah like 432 you know um yeah so that was yeah so I don't, I don't know what the build-up was I guess it was just right I was just I just remember that year like I just had so much fun that year like not worrying about placing or times or rankings like it was just me and my teammates um so i'm yeah. i'm sorry i can't give any fun points no, about that's great. No, that's, that's great. These awesome workouts you know like i don't know what i was doing yeah but. and honestly sometimes it's the it's the running free or the running light not being like oh i've got to run faster sometimes it's just the having a good time and yeah. probably just trusting the workouts that you put in you're just gonna run fast i mean even even lauren when we interviewed her she said almost the same thing she's like when i stopped worrying about where I was in the rankings or how I placed against these girls, I started running so much better because it was just so much more relaxed. Yeah. yeah. And you can like so. tune into like your fun competitive side. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's what, awesome. You said like you, you didn't even believe coaches after the race was over mid race were, can you rewind to how it felt? Were you like, Oh, I feel good. I feel fast. Or did it, did it feel as fast as the four thirty six? Um, I feel like it's probably comparable to the 436. I think because that was one that, well, that Amaris was in. I just remember like that that year and the year before, just kind of like hearing like my coach being like, I think, you know, like you could be really good and do these things. And I was just like, there's no way, you know. But I was like, well, what if, you know? Um, and so I just like get to halfway in the race, like get to halfway in the race. And um, or it was like just be with your teammates. Like I was fortunate for almost my entire career at Arkansas, like having teammates in the race you know and I found a lot of like confidence in being like you you work out with these girls like this is just another workout you know like just follow them around and so I would just follow my teammates around you know um so I, I don't know I feel like usually it's like six to a k or six to twelve hundred that I think I should stop or I should slow down but if I can yeah. just push past that point like I've got it and I, I think having like, like I just kind of had my eyes on my teammates and I was like you know just go with them um and then, yeah, I got to, I don't know what was left, like 400 or so. Um, and the Alabama girl was running really well. And I was like, oh, I think you can get her. Like, I think you got a little more in the tank. But, yeah, I, I just, I really like having, yeah, I guess I was stressed was just me. But, like, having teammates, it's like, okay, I'm not doing this alone, you know. Um, so, that's, like, they've helped me through a lot. Awesome. Facts. Have you found that at NAZ or like mm -hmm. having a similar things? I feel like you guys are running a lot of the same races. Obviously, mm -hmm. you probably travel together. Um, is it starting to kind of transfer over from what you had at Arkansas similarly, or is it like a whole new vibe? Um, I say it's it's similar. It's definitely not. I don't think I'll ever be able to to find again what I had at Arkansas. Um, you know, I'm I'm very thankful I had it, but I wouldn't repeat it. I suppose. Um. I don't know. You're given what you need in, in the times that you need them in life. And then when you don't need anymore, like you move on. So, um, but I, I, I work out really well with Abby actually. Um, and I think I probably would have shot my pants at USA indoor 1500 if I was by myself. 
But fortunately, the coaches were like, you have to do both. You have to double, you know. Um, so it sucked for her, but it was, like, really awesome for me because I was like, cool, your teammates in here, like, you're not alone, you know. Um, so obviously we weren't together stride by stride through the entire race, but it still was, like, really, really awesome. So, um, yeah, anytime I get a toe the line with my teammates, it, it means a lot. I really relish it. But I think I'm at the point in my life now where I need to learn how to run by myself and for myself you know um mm. I don't know if that makes sense because yeah you can't always have someone holding your hand you know like you have to be able to yeah bring the best out of yourself when it's just you because you can't always have someone there yeah uh I appreciate appreciate your usage of shat as past tense for shit do you use <laughs> spat as the past tense for spit yeah yeah because we as runners we definitely oh, spit a lot oh, you yeah. know I was I was mid-workout and I spat uh, when you, would it be to snat when you snot in past I, tense? I, you know, it's it's not oh, snat. I don't know. I, you could for sure go past tense, not yeah. with snat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I snat all over my shirt oh, today. You snat all over me. <laughs> I uh, I do have to say when I when I left uh, CCU where I, where we ran together, um, I had running had always been a team thing for me, and so I had to learn basically what you're thinking about learning right now, or like thing that you may need to learn of what does running look like when you don't have a team? And for a while, I just like didn't run. I was like, why? Like I tried when I moved to Arkansas because I didn't just like, oh, I moved. I'm just going to go on runs now. And it wasn't the same. And it took a, it took a big mental change of like, I needing to detach myself from needing like a set time and a set group to go out and get a run in where it was like, something something's off i don't know what what's different in my life oh it's well i haven't gone on a run in forever um and just kind of like training my brain or almost having to like rewire my brain of what running is when it's not this team aspect thing but it can be but it doesn't have to all revolve around it um and so like having having to do that over the last five or five or so years has been a challenge but it's been a lot of fun because then when you do get to hang out with people it's a blast like it's the best thing in the world because you're not running 10 or 15 miles by yourself in no, your own head <laughs> i love it especially when like it's my best the favorite part about flagstaff is like the running community you know it's like everyone's flagstaff runners and so it's not just our team out at run location sometimes it's like other teams or like right. teams going from altitude you know and we'll just get like new surprise guests um on our run and so and you all like, just kind of run with random running groups yeah like if we knew awesome. time, like yeah i feel like in the fall we'd see like dark sky was out at like our long locations a lot you know um John Green, like his group's out here. Um, like Katie is, oh, um, her group's out here for an altitude stint. But yeah, especially when you get like new characters that just spawn in, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it just it makes a run go by like so much faster because like That's you're awesome. hearing more like. <laughs> I'm picturing, I'm picturing some sort of uh, aura light fixture <laughs> happens over by this evergreen tree and someone just, they spawn in and they show up for the run. <laughs> I was thinking Halo. Mary's like, like a heavy spawn point. No, yes. and, and you get to select the character for your next run. <laughs> I was thinking of someone jumping out of a plane and they just kind of like land in a in a squirrel suit. Like, all right, guys, here we go. Time to run. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, let's see this before before we dive into probably some more like uh, heavier stuff around like just injuries or just like uh, setbacks, hurdles you've dealt with in the past. Uh, it was really fun for us. 
uh, at Chili Pepper this year because we were there with JBU to to see a Chrissy Gear appearance. And I think doing stuff with the Butter Boys Track Club. Tell tell our listeners what you're doing with the Butter Boys. And then past that, take us to just how you're seeing kind of new wave or new age of young runners doing new things in the you running. Could say like a new gen. Of oh, even like runners. a new gen. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I? Oh, okay. So Hoka brought me on to be a um, ambassador for the meet, I guess. Like just kind of put, you know, like a face to people that they represent. Yeah. Um, and I guess they collabed with the Butter Boys, and the Butter Boys were just doing some some fun stuff, like giving really shitty haircuts. Yeah, yeah you got so a really cool. shitty haircut. You got a free pair of Clifton. So, did you um, give any haircuts? No, I was too scared. I know the whole point was it would have been bad, but I think I just would have felt so guilty if I gave a kid a terrible haircut. And just like I would hear and see the parents' reactions afterwards, and some of them were they weren't thrilled, and I was like. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to do this. You were just glad it wasn't on you. Yeah. <laughs> I was, oh, I was there with like camera and everything. I was like, this is awesome. I don't know. It's totally I on you though. You were the one it. providing the shoes. <laughs> That's Craig Lutz. Give, you know what? Give Craig Lutz a holler. Um, yeah, for real. Who proposed that idea? I don't know, but we were like, oh, you know, maybe we'll give like one or two. Like no one's like, this is funny, but like, it's not going to stick. We could not keep kids out of the chairs all day. Amazing. Like in out, like the meet was over, and there's still like a line, and they're like, "Dudes, like we can't do any more haircuts. I'm sorry, you know." Um, wow, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Wow, that's amazing. Um, are are there other things in the running world that you're seeing that are similar to this? Um, I like the pop up of all the different track clubs. You know, mm. I think it's so fun, and then they make their shirts. Um, one of my campers two years ago had the Meerkats Track Club. Uh, <laughs> Butter Boys is like part of Ruben's Butterboys Track Club, which is right. he had started and like made jerseys because he was like running unattached during the 2021 summer. Um I'm trying to think of what other ones. I don't know. I feel like there's like a lot. There's I suppose it's not as much high school. I think it's more college and beyond, but there's like the Jacuzzi Boys Track Club out in Portland. Like yeah. I think I just think that's so fun. Cause like you're saying, um it's hard to run when there's not a team, you know, I think it gives people like a team or a sense of community. Um so I love seeing that. Yeah. And I love, I mean, I love seeing what, what my best friend Ben is doing with like, you mentioned new gen, you know, and just like engaging the sport. Um, and I'm very, very fortunate that like, he's like, sure, you can be a counselor again. So I get to come back for year three. Um, nice. I actually think he's releasing like the, the website. I don't know. Like, however you get to sign up. So he's going to like announce camp in the dates and then be like, if you want to apply, apply here. Um, so that's coming out in a couple of days. Awesome. But yeah, so that's like really cool to see that. Um, yeah, I'm very, very lucky. I've made a lot of friends in like the media side too. And so I get to like be a fan of, you know, like the running side of things and then also the media side and seeing what they're doing and like the content they're creating and the art they're like producing. Yeah. I, Does I NAZ that. let you have a hand in any of their social media or media stuff? Um, I, if I were to ask, I suppose they would, but I don't, I don't feel that I'm like, that's not my forte. I don't know what I'm doing with the media. Um, I, I keep trying to learn from these kids at my camp, you know, I'm like, <laughs> like, how are you guys doing this? You know, but I'm not, I'm not a big influencer. So maybe one day I'll make a million dollars and I'll be able to hire someone <laughs> to like run my, my social media pages. Yeah. For me. <laughs> hey, Alex B here in Northwest Arkansas would do it for you. He's already Ready? watched your dog. He, wa yeah. he watched those. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> He's uh he he works with me at Rush here in town, and so we we nerd out whenever he's like, yeah, Chris, you let me watch your dog this weekend. It was so sick. Or, oh, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> no, I love Bergie. He's he's so fun. 
Yeah, I, I bet if you were like, hey, Bergie, you want to run my social media? He'd be like, yeah, I got it. Don't worry. Go like, hands down. <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to take freebies from people because like that's hard work and that's their creative energy. You know, and I'm like, I would want right, to right. pay them, but I don't have that sort of like cash flow right now. But like, you know, after like I, I set the world record and everything, like then I can just pay whoever, whatever. That's big brain. Let's that's, go. Go. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Hey, you got the track club you need to be watching out for that Bergie's in. Bedwetter Track Club. It's here in our, North Arkansas. I'm looking this up. Hold on. Yes. It's a, it's a Strava club. I'll invite, if you're on Strava, I'll invite you. Oh, yeah, I am on Strava. Will you to, please? Oh, yeah. She has, to, she has to pass the test. Oh, yeah. yeah. There is oh, there are strict limitations. Yes. Um, how fast do you do your easy days? Oh. Um, Today was 740. Oh, she's a bad wetter. She's a bad wetter. Is that good? Yes. You have yeah. to run slower than 730 to be a bed wetter. The oh, slower, the better. See, seven forty was like was like low key kind of fast for me today. Like I thought we were moving slow. Yeah, no, I if I I like I think seven forty to seven fifty is like a good easy day out here. Yeah, that's awesome. I got to figure out how to invite people. Wow, I'm gonna do, yeah, I'm gonna do it here by the time we're done today. Well, Vin's looking for it. I have a track club written in my notes, so I can go yes. find it afterwards. You're amazing. You're amazing. Uh, well, Ben's looking for it. There's some some kiddos from Bentonville High School that Ben crosses paths with at Rush. Yeah, they, they, we have a lot of high schoolers that work at Rush. And apparently evenings. all of them do their recovery days at like 640. 640, 650. Like, oh, yeah, today we went out and just cruised an easy seven conversational all the time, 640 pace. And I'm like, you're lying. And then the workout the next day, they just like lay in a total egg. Fat egg every day. So and they're like, oh, I don't know what was wrong. I just didn't feel it. Like, well, maybe because <laughs> yesterday he ran 640 for seven miles. Okay, I don't but that's know. Arkansas? And in my mind, I'm like, you have to go slow in your easy days, go fast in your workouts. But no, they Let's went go. fast the time. And it'll drive. I, that was like, that, okay, that might have been the biggest adjustment transferring. Was like, I'm used to running 730s, you know, mm -hmm. like that sea level. And I got there, they wanted to go roll 650 for, um, for seven miles. And I was like, I was like, everyone's just excited to see each other. Like they just got back from winter break, like to slow down right. no, every day. So I really like being out here where people do a lot of mileage where I'll catch up to them. And so we start like, a, I think my first one was like 820 today. I was like, this is amazing. Like I'm, I'm vibing, you know? That's uh, awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> Sick. I just sent you the link. Lauren's in there. So we'll have, we'll now have two Arkansas athletes in our track club. Sick. Love it. <laughs> Living it up. Um, So speaking of new gen, this is going to be a, bounce to a next question before we get into the more serious stuff Love it, yeah um because we only have like three minutes left on here on this first call and then we'll hop back on um the uh in one of the new gen videos you and lauren were out running uh on a dirt road by a lake here in fayville lake wilson right and uh ben i think asked off the back of the truck what y'all's music interests are and lauren goes into her like oh i love blah blah, blah. and i just remember watching chrissy being like oh you know, I just kind of like listen to this, like some stuff and I'm like, oh, okay. She's going to talk about hardcore metalcore. This is going to be sick. Because <laughs> that's how every person, shy about it. yeah, everyone, when they first talk to people who they know don't listen to it, they're like, hey, I mean, it's kind of like this thing that they like, I don't know, they like yell and then you normally just go, it's like screamo, but it's not. Um, <laughs> so what got you into that? Okay. I think I dipped my toes back in like, middle school um i i volunteer at like the clues nature center down at home and um in october we would do like a haunted walk and you'd go back on the boardwalk and they'd set up like a haunted walk you know um and we were cleaning up from that like at the end of the season and someone had like dropped or left their ipod touch and i returned it to like lost and found and like no one 
no one ever came to clean it for a couple weeks. And so I was like, cool, no password on it. And it had like a, like, like Skrillex, Papa Roach, um, Lincoln Park, Blink-182, Pierce the Vit, like, like, just like your sort yeah. of like 2000s, like soft rock, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, and I, I just think I, I kind of like opened my like eyes to that sort of music um and i think I, I enjoyed it but like really jumped in a little more like um my my high school boyfriend would like listen to like harder stuff like when he would lift and he would you know like put his headphones over over me sometimes you know and i was like okay like i, I can get behind this and i started being like i would wear that to the gym and then i would keep keep it on and as i would walk out you know um, <laughs> and i it just like i don't know i just kind of enjoyed it and i think i just leaned into it a lot more the last like two or three years um oh, in a weird amazing. way um it kind of calms me down sometimes does that make sense yeah. I, I, I oh like, yeah okay. i'm, I'm, like, I'm it, there with you as trauma just like completely like reverse wired my brain that like i gotta listen to like the hardest shit to like relax but like mm-hmm. i get stressed i love to just like sit in my car and just like blast it i'm just like yeah, this is yeah. this is peace. That's, that's great. That's so sick. Uh, if you were to get on stage at a hardcore concert, name one object you would throw off the stage. Myself. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Not a massive old TV. <laughs> no, I want to jump on people to catch me. Amazing. Let's go. Amazing. Yeah, Ben, I've been eyeing your knock loose shirt. Yes, <laughs> the boys. That's cool. That's good. I uh, this shirt is from that. It was their first like tour that they went on it was them expire stick to your guns and i think terror and i remember they opened and they had only had uh the gospel ep out and they're split with some other band that is terribly mixed and i remember watching them and being like these guys are gonna get big these guys are gonna blow up so i was like i gotta get a shirt i gotta love it and and ever since then it's just been sick album after sick album after sick album going from like playing from like the smallest venue in denver to like selling out amphitheaters it's so cool to watch them it's so sick i love that uh i'm gonna brag on ben because someone else that's about to get big soon is a band called jowls Ooh, like the jowls of a dog Uh, where can she find them somewhere uh we don't have any music released yet but we're having our first show at nomads trailside on the oh you're in third of may yeah, I'm the, I'm I'm the vocalist in it. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> we don't we don't have a we don't have a Strava yet. We have an Instagram page, um, okay. but we're hoping that uh, Alex B will get some good live footage of us while we play and put out some stuff, and then we'll get in the studio and yeah. record something and put it on Spotify. So, are you making a trip to Northwest Arkansas soon? You can come watch them at Nomad. You no, know, I wasn't going to, but I might have to just for this. Incredible. Let's go! Incredible. Let's um, go! Dowell's yeah, concert. So Hang with Lauren about- Gregory. Um, that's actually, it's like the biggest reason I was going to come. It's like, um, she was like, are you, are you coming back? <laughs> well, no, like Lauren, but now you guys, um, uh, she's like, when you come back to Arkansas, I was like, probably never. And she was like, oh, I want to hang out. I was like, okay, fine. I'll make it work. No, uh, that's okay. She that persuaded was... you easily. <laughs> I love Lauren. <laughs> I'd do anything for Lauren. Yeah. Um, I love, I honestly, I love Arkansas too. I was a little sad to leave, but, um, yeah, no, I was thinking about asking some racing the the road mile in boston next weekend mm-hmm. and so i was asking them if they could just send me to arkansas and i would like buy my plane ticket back um but that was also before like two what three weeks ago four weeks ago um i had a stroke of bad luck and got in an accident and my car got totaled so oh, now wow. my 
free money that I don't have is going to buying a new car. <laughs> so I can't, I can't travel very much at the moment. Dang. Uh, maybe I could, I'll figure something out. I don't know. Between Lauren and the two of us, I'm sure we could, we could, we out. could get you here for the, for the Jowl show. The Jowl show. <laughs> this is your first show, right? Yeah. Would be when is it? Uh, the third of May. So it's a Wednesday middle of the week. <laughs> Are you going to have, because we're, I'm racing the track fest May 6th. Uh, nope. That's the worst. Wait, is that in, uh, oh, is that, is that not the one that's in California? That's in Memphis? I think it's in California. I think it's the okay. LA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that probably wouldn't work. Probably wouldn't be that. I don't know if your coach will let you do that. <laughs> we'll live stream it for you. Don't worry. Okay. We'll, I'll, just, I'll just FaceTime you while I'm doing yeah, it. Jow's just going to have to we'll stay never. together for a while. <laughs> have more concerts. Yeah, we'll, we'll just, we'll tour to Arizona. That would actually be sick. It'd be real sick. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. Whenever uh, you guys I, have I, the second I, one, let me know. Let's go. Well, I, I mean, we, we want to get on a schedule around it. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Where do you want to go, Ben? Um, I kind of want to touch on the openness of NAZ as a program um, and how that how you think that differs from um, like a lot of the other professional programs. I feel like a lot of them are very closed off um, of like we don't talk about what we do. We don't talk about what we race. We only show up. We do business and like we'll post on social media when Nike tells us to or when Adidas tells us to. Um like how does how Ben had developed NAZ and now as the director of it, how has that changed your perspective on being a professional athlete? I love it. This is like, I, I suppose it's exactly what I would have wanted to do as a pro athlete. Um, I, I was such a big fan of sport in high school and college and I, I still am, you know, uh, which is so weird being like, I don't know, like being like, Oh, I'm the person that people are fans of now, but I'm like, no, I'm still, I'm still such a big fan girl. But I like I definitely like as a nerd, I wanted to know what everyone was doing, like maybe not to replicate, but it's just interesting. Like I just love seeing that sort of stuff. And so I think it's really cool that um that Hoka and NAZ are just very transparent and open. Um I just think that's I feel like I'm a very transparent and candid person. And so I feel like it matches very well with my personality type, you know? Um, yeah, and I think it's so cool. Um I I hope that like the openness kind of inspires and like other athletes and grows the sport that's i think that's just the way i see it um you know for example like coach harder called me after usa's um to congratulate me and he was like you know like how do you think you've like developed this new level of strength and i'm like he's definitely he's fishing you know Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. i'm like you know we've been doing this and this and i mentioned to you guys earlier um like this is like something that was like so baffling to me was like doing tempos after um a workout but like I would give him some examples of like things that we'd been working on or doing. And the following week I see on Strava, some of my Arkansas teammates have started doing <laughs> after the runs, you know, there's a point of sharing, you know, it's like, I yes. hope me sharing that information helps them get better. Yeah. You know? Cause like, obviously this helped me. So why would I not pass that information on to other people? Right. Um, and so how that, incredible that harder who's been at arkansas for 30 some odd years 36 years is is still trying to learn new things and grow as a coach and and going to a former athlete of his to learn new tricks and tools yeah no he's still such like a student of life and of the sport that's why yeah i he's very special that's That's awesome um who were the who were the athletes that like you looked up to when you were a kid um i think the first pro athlete I heard of was obviously Jenny Simpson. 
And then is that what made you think you wanted to go to CU when you were leaving Furman? Was that like Jenny Simpson? No, I just I like just being in Florida my whole life. I just like the West was just a magical place. And I'm like, I have to go West. And I feel like everyone on the East who thinks of the West, who thinks of the West, like Colorado isn't very, very far West, you know, but she just think like, oh, that's like, I don't know. I feel like Boulder has this somethingness about it. Sure. Yeah, so yeah. And so I had no idea about any other place in the West. All I knew was like Colorado um that and my older cousin like was getting her master's degree out there um and she loved it so i was like that would be cool but yeah yeah i think if like uh, fipel goes west <laughs> gear goes uh, west yeah 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 kristen kristen goes west kristen goes west <laughs> so jenny simpson before i cut you off who else oh, um my junior cross-country meet um i think new balance put on fl runners and so they had Corey mcgee out there and so I got to meet her and she was just the most sweet, genuine person. And I was like, this girl is so cool. And, you know, I looked her up and I was like, she's also hella badass, you know? <laughs> uh, so I think like that was another name that I knew. Um, I think I wasn't, I didn't really realize that pro running was a sport inside of like those two um, very much. So I think I looked to a lot of college athletes or like high school athletes. Um, when I started running, like Ali Ostrander was huge. And so yeah. I major like stars in my eyes for Ali Ostrander. Um, yeah. My freshman year at Cross Nats, she was at the party I was at, and I fangirled and I asked to take a picture, and she was like, "Yeah." And she probably thought I was weird, but like I was like, "Holy shit, it's Ali Ostrander!" You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't probably whoever was like in the the leaderboard, like the ranks at the time. Like I was like, "Whoa!" Like damn, I'm trying to think. Danny Jones was just like killing it for Colorado. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, my my like kind of follow up question to that is um, being someone who a lot of high schoolers are looking up to now, what is something that you wish that you could have told junior high or high school Christy um, either even, about even running? Christy. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Christy, sorry. That's um, fine. I I, I'll say Krusty. That's Krusty. Kind of that's what honestly. Alex, he was like, oh, you're on Krusty on the podcast. <laughs> like, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, but what, what would you what would you tell like junior high or high school self? that like you would that I don't know, just to like encourage them or just really anything about either life running anything. Um, I wish, I wish I could not like tell myself something, but like maybe give myself with like snapshots or videos okay. and be like, this is going to be your life. Um, like I suppose running is related because running is a big part of it and has given me like has opened so many doors, you know, but I just feel like my life has drastically changed. Um, um, much much for the better in, in so many ways that i i still kind of struggle to like con- conceive it you know like this this makes no sense you know um but i was talking about it with my sister the other day and i was like it's really it's just really special being out here and sometimes i gotta stop and like think and like i've like i think for so long i wanted to make like a better life for myself and showcase to like my younger sisters like change is possible like you can do something better you know um and i feel like i've done that and i feel like i'm at the place now that like i can say like oh i'm home i'm where i belong um and i didn't feel like i i had that sort of like um i don't know like consistency or or base or anything um in a lot of my life growing up and so it's really cool to be like everything that i always wanted but never thought i could have like i have now so i think it'd be really cool to kind of show my younger self like you've done this that's awesome incredible Hooray for running, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
let's let's go i don't know just kind of looking back whether it's college years or or even recently just uh setbacks uh, in your your years of running whether it's injuries or just hiccups and workouts or uh just like mental health stuff that's just kind of gotten the way how did you respond to it and would you respond to it differently now um no i don't think well it's like, I wouldn't like respond to it differently. I want to go back and change it. You know, I suppose I am giving myself the tools to respond to it differently now. Um, I've been very fortunate that I haven't had a serious injury decide on me in college. Um, yeah. I had a minor one that there was some miscommunication on how to get over it that kind of delayed the process. So I ended up being out for almost 10 weeks um, in the fall. But that wasn't, yeah, not a serious injury. Um, like, so like the mental health. I think that's something that I struggled with in, in the past and, and just managing expectations. Um, and I think just like, I, I, I may have sort of mentioned like seeing myself as a competitor, as someone who belongs, you know, like I, like, so like I've, I just, I think my mind has created such a distance between the people I look up to and myself. Um, even when I am starting to ascend to their ranks, like, I'm just like, no, I shouldn't be here. Like I don't belong here. Like these people are so much better than me um and so that's something I'm, I'm trying to work on and I feel like I worked through a little bit in college of being like no you're you're here you're on the line you're competing field because you deserve to be because you belong there um so trying to see myself in that in that light and not see myself so so far pulled back um and I think I'm at a point now in my life where running is is separate and from like like, like it used to be another trigger. Like if I was getting like really stressed, like my like everyday life would seep into running. And I think because just because I still held so many like expectations and preconceived notions for how I should be performing. And if I felt like I wasn't performing up to like task and some things in life or maybe life wasn't performing for me, that it would like impact my running. But now I feel like even in like the hardest times or like struggles and, and I, I live a very, very, very charmed life now and I'm very blessed. Um, So I haven't really had too many, but um you know like if I, if I were to like the, the car accident that was a little bit stressful and like like once upon a time I would have cried in my bed and not gone on my run because I was so stressed out but now I'm like okay I can go I can go for a run and like de-stress you know and so it's really cool that like running gets to be an outlet for me again and not like another source of stress um yeah well that's awesome amazing so uh Man, I don't even know where to go. I mean, we could just go straight to repeats from that. Because we can go to repeats. <laughs> We've been warming up for a while. Um, so repeats that we do, uh, we uh, have this thing where you kind of got a glimpse of it when we did Lauren's episode where you sent us some questions. Um, we do like quick fire off, boom, 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 boom. Um, and we've got some uh, back from Lauren. And then we've got some of our own as well. Uh, <laughs> Peter, did you want to set us off? Yeah, just a nice softball for you. First repeat is best thrift of all time. Oh, that's so hard. I have so many good ones. Um, oh, I'm trying to oh, I have to think about it because I've had so many good ones. By the way, while you're looking, we'll do this because uh, we did a little something like this uh, the other way around for Lauren. Since these are coming from Lauren Gregory, this first repeat is brought to you by Ham and Trees. Grilled cheese sandwiches right off of Dixon. Yes. <laughs> I love Ham and Trees. <laughs> Let's go. Um, I got this one recently from... Um, Albuquerque, USA's. You can't really see, but there's like butterflies on there. Nice. Yeah, really yeah. Cute. Nice. Uh, That's a good one. It's a solid thrift. When Lauren asks this question, is she picturing you all thrifting here in Fayetteville? Uh, where, where are you all thrifting together that brings this question out? 
possibly i mean i've been thrifting for i, I suppose my whole life um she been i feel like she's been um it's like she's, a she's on like, <laughs> like i'll go like you know like bentonville has the goodwill bins and so i'll go oh, there yeah. two, two, two jackets that i got from there i got this from albuquerque also amazing I haven't put nice it up painting yet. that's awesome i'm not sure i'm putting it up um it's a print but the artist's like actual oil print like oil pictures not the prints go for um like a couple thousand dollars Ayo. so i'm sure like, like being a print it's a lot cheaper but i got this wilton's leather jacket amazing yeah amazing i've seen that on insta before no way i love yeah. this oh one. yeah where do you want to go vin next uh, next one what's your uh what's your favorite anime um oh i'm actually i'm almost done with summertime rendering it i'm watching it with my roommate have you okay. seen it I have not, but my roommate, oh, or my, so my roommate from college who lives in OKC is currently watching it. Okay, no, it's so good. Um, all time, probably Attack on Titan. I know okay. that's like a big answer, but like it's basic for response for a reason, you know. Like, yeah, they just do such a good job with like everything, like the character development, like the arcs. Like, you're so mm-hmm. lost the first two or three seasons. Like, they just kind of leave these like dangling fruit, and you're like, what? who's the good guy? And then who's like the a bad season guy? two later, it like comes back around, and you're like, oh my god, and then, yeah. So it's. I, I just love how intricate like that just i don't know it's just so much chef's kiss i love that yep, <laughs> um, perfect. yeah amazing that's awesome i showed uh my wife and my buddy who's currently watching that uh his wife they want we watched the opening episode together like where like everything goes wrong and both of our wives just like are bawling their eyes out oh because God. of just how <laughs> sad it is like aaron's mom getting eaten and they're like what just <laughs> They're not Tears. doing the whole, the whole show. No, no, they're not anime people. <laughs> oh, no. so. All right. Uh, we're going to turn around another Lauren Gregory question or another question you gave Lauren Gregory back on you. And even though we missed it on other ones, this question is brought to you by our Sega's Mill District. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Turning back on you, what are three things you like about yourself? And let's say they have to be in three different categories. One is a runner. Uh, how about one just physically and uh three um more so personality wise because both of you said the same thing about each other that that both y'all are about uh other people so much um that that you probably (laughs) don't uh give yourself enough i don't know like self-love i don't know um about myself like my heart for others or like to be of service for others that's very important to me yeah um, good number one that's an incredible one physical i used to hate green eyes just because i didn't have a really great relationship with my dad growing up and he had green eyes and i had his eyes but but now i have a really good relationship with my dad um i like my green eyes wow and then as a runner i just need to be able to find joy in the competition but kind of competition with myself like being able to discern between like being competitive with others and being competitive with myself because when I get competitive, it's like how how far can I push myself? How hard can I push myself? Like what can I get the best out of myself? Um, and so I don't get too hung up or worried about if I'm beating, you know, X runner or something. I yeah. think that makes it a lot more enjoyable. My dad That's always awesome. tried like since like high school, he's tried to like poke fun at me. He's like, Oh yeah. He'd like pick someone that, like I like, you know, like running. He's like, Oh yeah, they their dad called. They said they're like they're super excited to race you, they're gonna beat you, you know? <laughs> and I'd be like, Well, I don't care, you know? He's <laughs> like <laughs> but like he'd always just like kind of like mess around with me like that you know and like try and get me all like fired up and i was just like cool like i hope they do you know and he's like no 
I do have to say, <clears throat> I'm on this like Florida high school coaches slash college coaches Facebook group. So like they can like share stuff. And I don't know if it's your dad or your, it might be your grandpa. I don't know who, which one of them uses Facebook more. But anytime, anytime that you run well, uh, someone in the Greer family posts, in the, in the Greer family posts uh, your race results in a post about you in that coach's page. And it I was like, uncle. If it's, if oh, it's oh, it could be, here, it could be your uncle. It's that's definitely my uncle. Uh, okay. Yeah, my, my little cousin's still running down there too. Also, she's a senior this year. Sick. That's awesome. I was like, oh, it's that's pretty fun. Amazing. <laughs> big fan. Big fan <laughs> in there. <laughs> uh, the next repeat comes from a gentleman named Jay Granger. That's what his Instagram. Jay Granger nine. Uh, Mobo or Slaughter Beach dog. Oh, modern baseball. Okay. Slaughter Beach so, dog is the, is the artist who is on my the um. Yeah. 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 Modern baseball is a solid. So you're a pop punk fan too? Yeah. Like Midwest. Oh my god. Anything like high energy. Yeah. <laughs> Story so far. Big fan. Yes. Oh my. You would love Eric, the guy who was telling you like the throw is like big. Like we connect over like because he's like really like like screamo and like heavier metal too, but also like like Midwest emo and like pop punk and stuff. So we'll listen to yes. each other like yeah like songs. Like he texted me. I think it was like three or four weeks ago, and he was like, "They wake up new." Um, who was it? I just dropped the story so far so far i don't know uh, so there was a hot mulligan yeah hot mulligan put out a new album recently okay so i think that's who, i think that's who it was yeah and then tssf deleted their entire instagram page uh no. to, well well like all of the posts on it because they have a new album coming out this summer okay so yeah don't worry new new stories <laughs> of ours so i have so i have some of their lyrics tattooed on my arms and then oh, i have I love a, it. a sword of pin like sword and pins uh, on my calf from their first album and i'm a huge TSSF fan. Oh, it's the best. Uh, uh, my next repeat comes from your former, not coach, but your former assistant director of ops, Lance Peterson. Uh, I live with Lance right now. And he said, uh, have Chrissy tell you the story of maybe a skeleton tattoo? There, I mean, there's not really a story. I just have a skeleton hey. tattoo. Sick. Uh, I thought it was really cool. So I got it done. Can you see it here? Let me see uh, lighting. But I got um, a little rainbow skelly done. This is amazing. I went oh, back that's to awesome. Ex in uh, Tennessee, and he lived over like the Tennessee Virginia border. Um, so we drove over to like the Bristol side of, or the Virginia side of Bristol, and like I got it done. That was yeah. Well, sweet. Lance, for some reason, was like, I've just never understood the story, or never understood. So apparently, I can tell him there's no story behind it. It's just a cool tattoo. Uh, next one comes from Bergie. This is a three three questioner. Favorite part of NAZ? We'll start there. Okay. Uh, then, uh, doc, Dr. Pepper toothpaste question mark. That's all he said. And then big businesses question mark. Uh, then he said home record dot, 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 dot. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go with favorite part of NAZ is, um, <laughs> I'm so confused. Who um, so are we? Favorite part of NAZ is probably, I love Flagstaff. I feel like if I can't say the team, I, I love the location. Um, I think this is where I'm going to be forever and ever. And if not, then for a long time. Um, I'm going to say it's a hard pass on the Dr. Pepper toothpaste. <laughs> Big businesses. I, I try to support small businesses if I can, but I am I still shop at Walmart for my groceries. I'm sorry. Say shop local. One day, see, <laughs> one, day will, one day I'll have a little more like free cash flow and I'll be going all local, all organic, farmer's market only. But for now, I'm still playing it cheap um i I'm... <laughs> i don't know what homewrecker is i guessed it was a band because there is a band called homewrecker 
if, and then, if there is, I'm not familiar with them. Okay, well, they're high energy. You should, they're they're insane. I swear, the first time I saw him, I thought their drummer was on coke, because um, <laughs> he does the vocals uh, and plays drums, and he's it was wild. wild. Then there's also a band called Homewrecker and the Bedwetters, and they're all they're like a like hardcore punk band, and they're pretty good. Okay, um, just fits with me. which just... does fit with me. Um, that's all I've got. Yeah, uh, Chrissy, we got like a two and a half minutes left on this guy, so we'll we'll just end it telling you thank you. But uh, just fun hanging with awesome. you. <laughs> You're tight. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Every single Arkansas athlete is always like the coolest person in the world. So yeah, um, y'all have been great. Well, uh, I'll make sure to keep you updated on when Jowls plays their next Jowls. show. That's not on a Wednesday night. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds we, good. And then lastly, we have this dream that that one day the the trifecta yes. of Chrissy Gear, Lauren Gregory, and and Taylor Werner will all come on the pod together at once, and we'll just I brunch it up. Like, lives. so we we need the three of y'all to at some point just for our own selfish back to Arkansas, bring it and on. Take you guys brunch, all three of us. We'll no. buy you brunch. We'll hang out. We'll do an episode, and then uh, we'll do a Jowls concert. Oh, let's go! I'm in. I'm in. Awesome. Chrissy, you're, you're awesome. The best. Have a great oh, night. Those are wonderful. Thank you so much. Bye. Yes. Run well. Thank you.